large yahoo Phantom of the forest you Spear finger fire dragon Ohio grass man Silver giant bloodless hollow West Virginia vampire Coyote king hogzilla devil dark coyote killer Cave creature, mothman, smoke wolf, a lizard, demon, ashman, grafton monster, cow killing bastard, shadow creature, dust man, Cherokee, death cat, wild man, great fire rape, what else do I have to say? Steal yourself some chicken wire, and I'll get some lumber, cast the thunder brothers, don't you dare get out of the golf cart, we can keep our fixies while we hunt the big Snally gaster roti, red island bear beast, silver giant squalling savage, black wolf was kind of average, stone giant raven mock a midnight, whistler wampus beast, wild wild woman, Ohio grass man again. Technically huckleberry wolf man of Wolf County, need to find the axe again if we hunt the lightning man. A Webster's werewolf, deadly howl, Kentucky hellhound, little girl, headless horror, I can't take it anymore. Steal yourself some chicken wire. I'll get some lumber, catch the Thunder Brothers Don't you dare get out of the golf cart We can keep our big seats while we hunt the big feet This here's Big Feats, America's number one comedy podcast about hillbilly monster hunting show Mountain Monsters. Uh, I'm Robert Brockway, and that's true, technically true, what I just said. I'm Sean Baby from the internet. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot you were doing it that way again. <laughs> what would the cast and crew of Mountain Monsters say if they knew we were being so sloppy about our production? Don't make it into a running bit. I can cut around it. Their show. <laughs> They'd say, well, if you're just joining us, Robert Brockway introduced the show. And then Sean maybe came in way too late, like two or three beats too late. And then Jason decided not to introduce himself at all. And if Hello, you're just I joining us, we recapped the recap just now. I am Jason Pargin, known as The Rookie. <laughs> all right. That means you're going to get uh, confusingly pranked to no avail. What do we want to plug today, gentlemen? Sean. Oh, okay. I um, I write at a website called 1900hotdog.com. Uh, we're supported by Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash 1900hotdog. We do daily jokes about crazy shit. Uh, I run it with our host, Robert Rockway. And it's the best. It's the best website. It's my plug. Provably. Robert, you have to go next. I, I have to go next. <laughs> I talk professionally on the Dogs of 9000 with my partner, Sean Baby, about all the wonderful things he just said. And I am Jason Pargin. Uh, I used to be these guys' boss in some capacity. Uh, now I'm a best-selling author. Uh, and we're basically counting down the days or years until I'm too prestigious to do projects <laughs> like this. Uh, and when I will have to come back and ask for them to be erased because I will, be, I will have won some sort of important mm -hmm. writing award. Uh, and we'll have to pretend that none of this ever, none of this ever and happened. And it will, this will cost all be written you off. a fortune. Uh, this <laughs> is my retirement plan. <laughs> all right. Last time on Mountain Monsters, uh, we absolutely did not prove the Wolfman was real. So this time we're aiming our sights way lower. And Huckleberry just disagrees. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw a white blob. That was Wolfman. 
So this time we're aiming our sights way lower and we're just trying to prove uh, that maybe dogs are real. <laughs> There's a mean dog out there somewhere. <laughs> this is episode two of the hillbilly monster hunting show, Mountain Monsters, called Devil Dog of Logan County. Uh, it takes place in Logan County, West Virginia. We have to do our overloaded pickup scene, uh, which I refer to refers only to exposition. Of course, I wouldn't I would never be debasing so low. Uh, Normally they, they travel by golf cart or falling. <laughs> they explain <laughs> that this here is a uh, Hatfield McCoy territory that they're getting into. Uh, and you think you think that's nothing. You think that's just like a little bit of history they're providing for the episode. But don't underestimate the, the <laughs> skill of the of the story weavers mm -hmm. of Mountain Monsters. This is, of course, going to come back into play. Uh, what they have is dead coyotes, as Trapper says. Oh, I dead want to talk about, speaking of Hatfield McCoy, Buck tells a really good story about how he grew up with one boy named Hatfield and, listen, another boy named McCoy. And what he would do is he would take a $50 bill and he'd say, let's get this fun started again for a $50 bill. Now, everybody laughs because what a great story, right? But I would like to argue it's not. This is a maniac's idea of a story. And... <laughs> And every single one of these persons should be ashamed of themselves. I just—that's what I want to say. I like the implication that Buck was the rich kid trying to get his classmates to fight right. each other, his poor yeah. classmates to fight each other. They're like he brought a fifty-dollar bill to school. Like I had never even seen a fifty-dollar bill until I was like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what Trapper has is dead coyotes with virtually no marks on them, uh, and. Jeff explains they're draining the carcasses completely, sometimes <laughs> taking only the liver. Oh, this is the so Yeah, like <laughs> this is what this is what he says. So Trapper says, usually a coyote's the top predator in this area. So that's a big deal. And Jeff says, Well, the way the coyote's blood is being sucked and they're being knocked off and they're being killed, it's the only indication I'd have that there'd be a chupacabra. Yeah, it's chupacabra. <laughs> But the situation is the chupacabra are not known in this area. So oh. the, res the research is pointing me toward a devil dog. <laughs> the research. <laughs> that, that whole sentence we have to well, unpack. The Logan County Public Library. The one he hasn't been kicked out of. <laughs> it's, it's, he's supposed to be the reasonable, well-read one of the group. And he's, ex he's explaining that normally if you see blood-sucked coyotes, which you do all the time, you got a chupacabra on your hands, which you do all the time. He would, of course, assume that. But the chupacabra, the only problem, there's one problem with it, and that's just this isn't their neighborhood. They're just, it's not, they don't like it around here. So what, what he's done is, is gone to the Hill Library, the library that's just thrown all around a hill, and found the right books, and found out, of course, if, if it's not a chupacabra, the only other thing that sucks the blood out of coyotes it's a devil dog. It's a devil dog. Now, Trapper says this is a three-toed canine, uh, but a canine, of course, has uh, four front toes and a dew claw. So I don't think a taxonomist would call it a canine. So this is why the team needs a proper scientist. This is why they need a proper academic instead of just Jeff, like, you know, Googling whether chupacabras live in Now, Logan Jeff County. has learned his lesson. He doesn't even say the word canine here because he doesn't want to get made fun of for the entire episode right. like he did when he said the word bipedal. Right, but Trapper's fine with it. 
<laughs> so we get our CGI model. We get it early on now, and it's it just looks like the Wolfman again, but they took his legs off and, oh and they God. gave and him white. Well, there's a white one nice. and there's a black one. They just they don't know about the white one yet, so they just show us the black one, and it looks like a wolf that's flexing, like it's just kind of got shoulders out, and it's like, ooh. Did you uh, see the thighs on this thing? And the thighs are incredible, <laughs> juiciest goddamn thighs on this. Like, I yeah, it's like Man. a scientist saying, "Here's what chickens will look like in the year 2085." Like, this is what we're going for with with our genetic modifications. Just massive, bold thighs. <laughs> now, here's this is we're going to get into what is kind of magical about this episode. Um, because I feel like some people listening to the previous, uh, and for the love of God, do not start the podcast on this episode. You're going to be so lost. There's so much Mountain Monsters lore that had to be explained in the first episode. And we'll remember this, all of it and uh, carefully catalog it and refer back to it, of course. <laughs> in the second episode, so the first episode, for those who missed it, they hunted a 500-pound, 7-foot-tall creature uh, called the Wolfman. This episode, they are hunting a creature called the Devil Dog, and they never quite pin down what a Devil Dog is or does, <laughs> because everyone they talk to is going to describe it differently. Everything from a blood sucking mystical creature to just a kind of a big, a bigger coyote that hunts other coyotes, they they keep getting descriptions that don't make it sound like a cryptid, that just make it sound like. A real big dog. Coyote or something. And so they keep trying to spin little, like, well, it only ate the liver. It's like, well, there's actually no reason an animal couldn't just eat a liver before getting interrupted and having to run away. Like, they keep trying to, and they never really pin down what exactly a devil dog is or does or how many of them there are or anything else. It's a very nebulous idea that they are going to try to yes and throughout the episode with the various strangers they run into <laughs> to spectacular effect or why it's bad specifically because the, the, the way yeah, all of why these episodes to die. progress is that they're going to try to kill it. Uh, but right now it's just killing coyotes, which all of these people agree we want dead anyway. So they're showing up and being like, well, you're helping us out. I've got to fucking murder you. Uh, and <laughs> as Trapper says, once they decide on it, he says, just like the Hatfields and McCoys, the coyotes are having it out. So now he's decided, of course, that that the coyotes are in a gang and then the devil dogs are right. in a gang that is also maybe consists of coyotes because they're they're some sort of coyote offshoot. And like they have a feud going on. And so before we can exit this scene, we do need Jeff's wisdom. Uh, he says, Battle Royale. That's it. it and That's it. Spoiler it. We, we, at the end of the last episode, we decided what was our favorite quote. I'm going to spoil it right now. Him saying that coyotes and the devil dogs are having a battle royale. That was my quote of the episode. <laughs> they do not top it for the rest of the episode, too. It's what they go out on, like the exposition scene. They think that's the button. And you know what? They're fucking right. (laughs) So I was waiting for it, and Jeff goes, Battle Royale. That's all right. You said a cool thing, Jeff. Let's go. So we are meeting. Can can the episode live up to that that foreshadowing? Absolutely Absolutely not. I strongly disagree. It's such a great episode. (laughs) It's such a good episode, though. Okay, so we're meeting with our first witness, true to the format, absolute formula we can't deviate from. And his name is anybody? 
Shoeless Terry. Shoeless Terry. Now listen, he's named that because he doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> he's just standing in the grass by the side of the road again. And this time we can actually see the truck pull up and them get out. He's yeah. just he's just waiting for them to like stop on the on the shoulder of the highway. Uh, he's I've like, seen four episodes of the show. I've never seen them be invited into a witness's home. No, <laughs> always meeting with them out by the road. As if either either the either the Ames team is not welcome in their home, hmm. or they do not want to be in their home, or they would find out these people live in an apartment in yeah, town. They just have like a nice condo because this guy's feet are not the feet of someone who goes barefoot all day and all night. Yeah. They are the feet of someone who has just taken his shoes off. I noticed that as well. So he is, of course, a 50-something prospector and a leather do-rag, because that's that's his identifiable mark. He says he goes shoeless all year, and as Jason said, no, he has, he has reasonable human feet. Uh, they're not even very dirty. And he says, he, I deer hunt like, this way. Like, he I walks all delicate, too. Like, oh, this, this is a like, dumb idea. Like, yeah, like, it hurts <laughs> to be in the grass. And he says, I deer hunt this way. I never get sick. Copenhagen, coffee, and aspirin are all I take. Uh, I don't know how those things are connected. It's an insane thing to say in every direction. Yeah. Somehow it prevents him from getting ill, uh, is walking around barefoot, and the only things you need are Copenhagen, coffee, and aspirin. And again, these people, they exist in a world where simultaneously they they do all this country stuff while also knowing it's very unusual. So they're like, they'll run up to somebody and say, I eat gopher! Because they know that that's a weird country thing to do. And this guy's like, oh, the only thing I eat is chewing tobacco. Because he knows it's a weird country thing to eat. Uh, I'm always barefoot. Yeah. You would think in the context of like living amongst each other, they would just be like, yeah, I had a normal lunch. And they wouldn't have to say it was a bunch of Copenhagen and aspirin because everybody would just understand that that's what we eat for lunch. In our very brief, very briefly, I have a theory about this. So when going on Wikipedia and trying to find the details of Mountain Monsters and where it aired, <laughs> and it was on some kind of like travel channel or something. It was on it actual was like TV at some point. Oh, like I you could flip a channel and see it. I strongly doubt it. Okay, but you know, cable like it's one point cable was so deep, like as part of the package to get all the channels, you would be forced to take discovery travel or disc or some like you know history blank. These ultra niche channels that they would set up that would get literally hundreds of viewers at a time. Like, like, and there's these like extreme right wing news outlets that are the same thing. Like nobody watches them, um, but they can still get carried on because the you know the cable channels just they pay these carrier fees and they just throw on these extremely niche niche outlets. So I think they or somebody and I, I can't I can't imagine the process of them pitching this show. I think it was probably around the neighborhood of when Duck Dynasty was a big deal. Remember that? 2013, yeah. And a lot of upper middle class people love to watch that show. And the Duck Dynasty guys, for those of you who don't know, you can find videos or photos of them before they put on their Duck Dynasty costumes and pretended <laughs> to be mountain men. They're just normal guys in polo shirts. Like that was a that was like a Larry the Cable guy thing. They they mm -hmm. put on that on that persona on for the show. And I think these people, I do not doubt they actually do live in West Virginia. The, I think they promised to do a duck dynasty thing. And it, if, since it was geared toward this obscure travel channel, it's like, well, this will be, 
it's we're going to talk about the monsters and folklore, but it'll really be about this part of the country that doesn't get served by the mainstream media and the and the type of you know personalities oh, who survive off the land in coal country and Appalachia and, and all this this area and da da da. And they pitched as like, well, we'll be talking to locals and getting that local flavor of how these people live. And they, I think they very quickly, I would, I would love to know who the witnesses are because there's at least one episode where the woman, it really did seem like she was trying to tell them that she saw a monster. And then there's others where it is somebody playing a part. Mm -hmm. And in these first two episodes, they have made these people play up the hillbilly stuff to an almost insulting degree to almost. where people. <laughs> what does it take to insult them? If not shoeless Terry who survives on chewing tobacco. Yeah. Or a turtle man who survived entirely <laughs> on animals. He found eight skunk on, ass. On yeah. Uh, so I would love to know who turtle man, who shoeless Terry actually is. If this is a member of the crew, if this is shoeful Terry, they paid 50 bucks to play this role. Like, I don't think they cast an actor. I'm trying to imagine them having people come read for shoeless Terry. <laughs> Reading for the part of shoeless Terry. I need to know more about my character. What? Why? I like he... that. Cause when he, well, he never gets dogs, he was like, it's the only time in my life I've ever been scared. So he has a backstory of the only like, time in my life, of anything. Time of courage. Uh, so yeah, so he has saw the pack of creatures, which again is not, what they're looking for. They're looking for the one devil dog. And he says, well, I saw a pack of devil dogs. And, and so to our heroic uh, team, they're like, oh, okay, that's not what we're looking for, which means it's definitely what we're looking for. Just more of it. So Terry says these things. I think he, he even, no problem. And then he says, I, my notes, <laughs> my notes don't attribute this quote, but I think Terry said this where he says, we don't have the tools to fight them yet. <laughs> I don't we haven't got the that. tools. To fight something like that. <laughs> we, they don't exist. Like we could come at them with a B-52 bomber. Right. It He's wouldn't do anything. Shoeless Terry's out there working on a, on a way to fight them. He'll come up. And, and, but to be clear, why are we at war with the devil dog? <laughs> Again, we have not established that it has ever harmed a single person in its entire right. existence. It did not harm Shoeless Terry. Terry. Yeah. Shoeless yeah. Terry came out of that encounter having seen it, and then they left. He says specifies they left first. So he says he yeah. saw a pack of them, and Buck asks how many, six or seven. Terry right. thinks, and he says, somewhere between six and eight. <laughs> so seven, seven, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Now, again, this, they would explain an uncorroborated report of dead coyotes that weren't eaten. So, I mean, like that's it would explain that thing that uh, that we desperately need to explain. Just to be clear, like it's probably devil dog. Yeah. Well, and again, they, they introduce it with in the car with these coyotes are being found drained of blood. So you're implying sure. this exactly. is a vampire dog. It's a vampire. It doesn't eat them. It says they, it doesn't eat them. It lives off the life force in the blood. And then this guy mentions that its eyes were red like yeah, the devil. Like, yeah. <laughs> he sensed any pure animal evil. You shine a light at its eyes. Like my dog, you can get the same effect. Shoeless Terry sense. But in evil. daytime. Yeah, he sensed. He said, the best I can describe it, it's just evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a man yeah, of many words, devil, but he uses them well. Out there in the hollow, you see the devil a lot. And this thing had the eyes of a devil. Now, what so Jeff explained that, and he's like, this is a matriarchal society. 
that means it's a woman. Uh, I don't know how he got there, but but he's decided as the researcher. He's decided that the white one with the red eyes is a woman, right. uh, and it's their leader. And because Terry says nobody was giving her any lip, so the other dogs, oh, the other devil crazy. dogs, weren't talking back to her. Uh, now he does specify <laughs> that like Trapper asked him like, "Now you didn't leave first, did you?" Like that would be a stupid thing to do. And she lists Terry says, "No, no, I let them leave first. And as they're leaving this scenario, uh, Trapper sums it up for us and says, Shoeless Terry did a good job of staring that devil dog down. <laughs> Just love that. <laughs> Successful. Shoeless Terry. All right. So our first night investigation. Uh, we're here because, as Trapper says, there's supposed to be gobs of coyotes in this country. Just gobs of them. Mm-hmm. And here is where Shoeless seen them devil dogs. So they call him Shoeless instead of Terry. <laughs> instead of Terry. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's like how they name. called uh brutus the barber beefcake the of course uh buck is checking for tracks jeff is up on the thermal watch in the hills huckleberry security uh of course as he assigns the role to huckleberry uh trapper says huckleberry and huckleberry already says i got your ass and trapper says you got my ass it's There's very much your uh, your Top Gun moment. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is we're we're bonding. You got my ass. You always I always got your ass. Uh, a twig snaps, and we all if any of these guns had been loaded, several people would be dead right now. <laughs> just fly flailing wildly, no no hint of gun safety, just pointing it at the backs of each other's heads. Uh, and Huckleberry laughs it off and says, "Ghost of the woods," like. I don't know if that's a hillbilly saying for when something scares you and it turns out to be nothing, or if Huckleberry actually thinks there's a ghost of the woods and that's what happened. There's no way to tell. There's no way to tell. We were looking for a devil dog. We might've found a ghost. Would it be less ridiculous? Like he laughs. You got to get get back to the truck and get your ghost guns. (laughs) Uh, Jeff has a blob on the thermal. Of course, that's proof of the the devil dog. And then somebody shouts, holy shit, look out! And we cut to commercial. Uh, So (laughs) another, uh, Willie is dead. Another member of the AIMS team has just died. Like they're they're dropping like flies. Of course, they see this happen. What that means uh, in Mountain Monster terms is you have to watch the last 40 seconds of what you just saw again after the commercial break. Yes. Now we need to cut to commercial and then recap from the beginning of the episode up until what happened right now. Right. And then this is what we get to see the they... CGI uh, devil dog again, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Now there's two of them. You get to see both of them thighs. together. It's like someone rendered a coyote very, very okay. wrong. Like a Red Dead Redemption well, glitch. I want you to picture a Red Dead Redemption glitch, but with just huge fuckable thighs. Uh, now, this is one of the points where, if you'll remember, uh, holy shit, look out. We cut to commercial and then recapped. They're counting on you not remembering because they don't actually pay that off. There's <laughs> nothing. They forgot to say there was something. Right. So now we come back from recap and everybody's <laughs> just forgotten that ever happened. <laughs> uh, and now and now Buck is being hunted once again. Uh at a rock cliff by some sort of dog-like creature. I think this is Buck's theme. Uh, he stands by cliffs and gets hunted by dogs from above. Yep. So they're like, Buck, they're above you. 
Buck's like looking around frantically. Oh, I see a rock cliff. And they show him like looking up and pointing his gun up at a stone cliff, like ab- yeah. above him. There's a, there's an overhang. So they could not possibly get They're to looking him. Looking at blobs on the thermal. There's thermal. He just can't see it, but there's blobs up there. Probably does anybody, does anybody note the, how this situation resolved? Uh, I think not, nothing. If, if I remember right, uh, Jeff says, Oh, they moved off now. Oh, good. <laughs> Buck, they're above you. They're above you. Oh, I don't see them. It's a rock cliff. Oh, they're gone. Don't worry about it. He had a good angle uh, on it from down there at the bottom. Now, of the here cliff. in their predator vision, they do kind of have two dog shaped blobs. They do. Mm-hmm. I, Is that something in post production where at this stage they had the budget to just, or do they just get a couple of dogs? I think they, they got dogs. Them? I yeah. think they had they access. the dogs from home? To some dogs. Yeah. Is what happened. Because this will happen. When they were hunting wolfmen, like one of the blobs just kind of looked like a house, like a domestic dog just out in the woods. Just bring your dog along. Your dog yeah. would have so much fun playing mountain monsters with you. Oh I just run out there and just fucking go nuts. They call him back and he runs real fast. Like, oh my God, he's charging us. We know they have access to a goat. It could have been a goat. Could have been the goat. Could have been Daisy in her starring moment. Uh, so nothing has happened. Buck panicked in a cave until they told him that they were fucking with him, I guess. And Trapper concludes it by saying, that was a great investigation of the devil dog. <laughs> yep, time to go home. Buck time really home showed his nerve. Uh, yeah, Buck really showed his nerve. I have that written. We came into the woods. We saw a couple of, of blobs in our thermal and, uh, we went home. Buck, Buck crapped it. himself, but he kept his gun. That's all I ask of a man. Uh, so we got to cut to a Will, Wild Bill and Willie's trap shack. Uh, Huckleberry is on the meth wrangling duty today. Uh, they like they rotate out. It was Buck last time. It has to go like supervise them, and now Huckleberry has to like nobody wants to do it two days in a row. Like I, I'm old. I can't party like they do. I just I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so Huckleberry describes it uh, to them because they have not had any, I guess, any debriefing. This is the second time they've come to them. And the person that they send to them has to just explain what they're doing. So they wait in their shed until Huckleberry. We got two blobs. What we're dealing with is two blobs up high. Bye. So they have no idea. They've never heard of this before. They have no proof of it whatsoever. And Huckleberry shows up and is like five foot tall wolf, massive shoulders, white <laughs> with red eyes, pure evil. And Wild Bill says, that's a pretty good animal. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's what he he takes away from it. Well, that's a pretty good animal. I'll swipe left on that. Whichever kind of swiping, I'll take it. (laughs) That wild bill, it's a bad one. We're going bad on it. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, all right. I thought we were just describing kick-ass things. (laughs) Uh, I like it because they know there's more than one. And uh, now they've decided they're going to trap the whole fucking pack. All all nine of them, yeah. Well, Huckleberry now says there's not just one. There's anywhere, anywhere from eight to nine. <laughs> Just one more every time you tell they the keep story. Adding, yes. And, and they, their conclusion is, okay, we're going to need one giant track. <laughs> to catch the entire pack of devil dogs. Of you have to catch them all at once. That's, that's devil dog lore. Right. If you don't catch them all at once, they can rejoin. They can respawn. So there are such things as like a muskrat colony trap that you can like catch multiple animals in one big trap. But that's um, what they go to, is that yeah. this, we got to use muskrat technology. What's scaled up. <laughs> For this that, that's the closest thing. devil monster. I mean, with the three toes, it's more like a muskrat. Honestly. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scientifically. 
So once Definitely again, it's, family. it's time to rob the materials of our trap from an unsuspecting farmhouse. <laughs> well, says, yeah, they find a, the old, uh, a rusted old fracking tank. And I think this explains uh, Shoeless Terry because he's been drinking chemical runoff long enough that the frackers have like already abandoned their equipment to get rusted. So this is 20 years of him drinking fracking runoff. <laughs> they find a fracking tank that's still full of oil. Like it's rusted completely over, but full of oil. And then they they were just about like they built Wild Bill runs up to check it like at the last minute because they were just about to cut into it with a torch. Right. He's like, wait, I should check that first. So within the fiction of their story, they would have all just died. They would have right. all just exploded. Or as Wild Bill explains it, don't want to take no torch to it. Might get a big boom. <laughs> On a plan. And, and again, this is all improvised based on something they saw while riding their little golf cart through yep. the woods because they have no means of moving that tank. That is that thing weighs, you know, a ton yeah. or more. It is been they there. Don't, Wolfman traps. They, they don't have any ability to turn that into a Wolfman trap, but they have to play the role of like, wow, I think maybe we could use this. That, that'd be the ideal shape to get all nine devil dogs inside. <laughs> this does happen several times in that they'll just find something neat in the woods and then they'll have to kill like five yeah. minutes. Like, how could this be a trap? And the answer is it can't. Uh, can't. All right. I do like that. Like that was their plan A. They're like, we're on to plan B, which means that plan A was to find a non-oily fracking tank in the woods. And they're like, God, we were almost there. We almost had plan A to work. If only there wasn't oil in it. So now they're off to uh, to rob a farmhouse again. And now we we the other team, the main team, the core team, are off to see Richard. Uh, you won't believe this. He's a fifty-something white hillbilly. <laughs> He's, uh, he's And he's found some dead coyotes, and he's got a little video. Uh, he was checking his cows for calves. Just like that last guy was recording a lightning-struck tree, we have to always explain why they're recording. Uh, because I guess it's, the, the world was a different place in 2013 when this all took place. You had to, you had to explain why anybody would possibly right. be recording anything. Uh, the video he has is clearly of a moderately-sized dog very far away. <laughs> like yeah, it's you, just a dog it's just a dog you can see it it's a dog it's like a it's like a wolfhound or something and uh god damn it, i think i said wolfhound i think it's getting to me <laughs> i think it's contagious uh, so they've seen the video buck notices something weird though he says all right all right the one on the right is like a big cat or something which which is well what but this one on yeah. the left is just weird so the, the the one that's like a big cat is totally normal but the one on the left is weird and Trapper uh, introduces the possibility. He says, that's a devil dog. To, to which Richard says, what's a devil dog? <laughs> Were you just that again? <laughs> we, we wasn't briefed on this scenario. I liked his story um, because it, they seemed a little bored by his story and it got kind of crazier as their interest waned. Like, they're like, yeah, okay, so I found a couple of dead cows. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but also, also I filmed it. Also, I have a video. I like so maybe this is just a video of some dogs that he took that he just had to show them because otherwise he's just a guy with some dead coyotes. I don't know. Um, imagine so he didn't know what a devil dog was. So right. as far as what he has seen, which we have clearly seen is just a dog, he took a video of a dog in the woods and was like, "I gotta contact somebody. I gotta get the experts <laughs> out here. This is <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> only uh, no. only they know it's a special dog." Uh, two, two details I want you to notice one, it, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, the witness, Richard, he was wearing a cap with a logo on it. 
Right. And they had to tape over it with electrician's tape. Yeah, it was a stall tractor's logo. He had to cover it. Yeah. But the other alternative would have been to just ask him to take the hat off. No. But and then you would have lost said, track of him completely. You would have no idea who he was. But that that's the discussion that I'm imagining. Because again, it's like they the first option would be is well just to just take it off. And him saying, No, hat stays on. Uh, they which call me always had Richard. You you have met Shoeless Terry? I'm, I'm opposite of Shoeless Terry. <laughs> I only eat the front parts of the skunk. <laughs> and someone mentioned, Well, could you just turn it around? Right. And be like, you know, no, oh, ain't no. from the city. Yeah. Ain't, no, uh, this is my are. this is my headgear. Otherwise, I'll look exactly like every other person on this show. <laughs> uh, so, a member of the crew had to get some of their electrician's tape they used to tape up their cables or whatever, and put a little tape over part of the logo. Yeah, and it's just this very conspicuous, like seventy percent of the logo is covered by this hastily applied <laughs> bit of tape. Stall tractors didn't want to didn't want to sponsor this, huh? <laughs> but also. When he, okay, may, I could be the one that's wrong here because when they ask, well, let's see the video and they pull up the camera, it's the camera that the Mountain Monsters people have with them. Did this guy have it on like an SD card or something or are they claiming that that's his camera? I think they're claiming that's his camera, which is also the, the camera from the other guy. same camera, the right. previous witness in the first yes. episode. <laughs> the hillbilly had. camera. They all have okay. it. They all got Ford trucks and hillbilly cameras. <laughs> we all know this. It's they awesome, get- too, and it has just completely fallen apart with the smallest amount of scrutiny. <laughs> the, the, the My favorite part, they try something here that I don't think they try again. I have not seen all the episodes, but they decide on episode two, they need a skeptic to yes! fulfill the Scully role of the of the hillbilly x files they're doing here so all of a sudden buck starts saying that's why he said this one looks weird like i'm gonna not believe it and so in this scene uh trapper says buck you, you need to go out there and what you're looking for is a three-toed track and buck can't believe this shit three what? toes he like says turkey? like like turkey feet and trapper says like a turkey track but a dog track <laughs> and so Buck Buck kind of crosses his arm and says, I'm looking for a dog with turkey feet. They go in two different directions where Trapper is so on board. He's like, I he's finding intentionality. He's like, I think they're eliminating the coyotes so they don't eat all the food. They're eliminating their competition at this level of the food chain. That's why they're not eating the coyotes. They, they just want them gone. And uh, Buck is like, no, 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 no. It could be a mountain lion, but like, no, but they wouldn't just kill to kill. Hmm. Hmm. Quite put my finger on it. Then Buck has a little testimonial where he says, "I'm starting to get a little concerned about you know whatever this creature is." And then there's a long pause, and I guess you're supposed to think he's going to be skeptical, but then he finishes that thought by saying, "Going to climb up in a tree and jump down on me." (laughs) (laughs) In every episode so far, something has wanted to climb up in a tree. Yeah, if Buck thinks too long about a problem, it's going to climb that tree and jump on him. Jump down on him. I just love, I love that in, he had no problems. He's actually seen, apparently, the Wolfman in episode one, like basically fought him as far as they're concerned. And now he's like, fucking weird dog. No, no, it's not happening. Yeah, make Later on, sense. he's going to use the phrase, there's got to be a logical explanation. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to say that. He actually says that in this show. The balls on this fucking uh, Kirby to say that. <laughs> 
Uh, so they they find tracks again uh, because this is the track finding part of the show, and uh, that's 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 it for their investigation. So now it's back to the Wild Bill and Willie show where they're they're doing their scrap metal scavenger hunt. They found an old barn to rob. Uh, at this point, they're they're just picking through the scrap metal that somebody probably thought they might have a use for. I don't know. And Willie finds a dead possum there, and he just picks it up <laughs> and puts it right in his face and takes a big huff and says, "Smells done, that's for sure." And then throws it <laughs> off to the side. At first, you're like, "This maybe they'll think this means something," but then they decide, "No, this is just." Part of the detritus of the woods. Did not connect up to the hunt at all. He just wanted to huff a long dead pop. Like, and it's not, maybe I could see if this is good eating like them hillbillies do. Because it's clearly like rotted away to nothing. It's just like, I want to, I want to huff some, some possum. Now you're making it sound like this is not a sexy scene, but it takes a very erotic turn. (laughs) Smells done. That's for sure. That's what he, that's what he says to you. They start talking about how good they are with the chainsaw. And oh, that's a sexy scene. That's the next scene. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, that's what they and, and so Willie's like, God, what does he say? He could like uh like trim up his furniture with his chainsaw or something like that. I can't remember his break. Uh well, yeah. Huck starts it. Huck says, Huck hears Willie say he's gonna use a chainsaw. That's all Willie says. Right. And Huck says, Well, I could cut trim with a chainsaw. Uh-huh. And then Willie uh-huh. says, Well, I could take the stitches out of a stray cat with yes. a chainsaw and not hurt the fur. Yeah, very strange. Now, Huckleberry takes it all the way to the maximum uh, chainsaw scale, which is he offers to wipe Willie's ass with a chainsaw. He's like, I don't want Exact quote. Do you have it? You do it. No, give it to me. You say it. I could wipe your ass with a chainsaw if you'd stand still. (laughs) Now... And he delivers it like that, too. It's not a comedic thing. It's slow. And he's looking him right in the eye. And it's just like, let's do this. What are we even doing anymore, Willie? Are we going to do this dance forever? And Willie says, I guarantee you're not going to get that opportunity chance. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Word for word. Yeah. And and that conversation, again, filmed from multiple angles. They have this Mm -hmm. two-camera thing because it's shot reverse shot. So... There's two camera people standing there while they just riff for a while. And I guess their instructions were just riff, just riff on the, just riff on some chainsaw stuff. Just do some, some chainsaw improv for us. And that's what they came up with. <laughs> that's what came out. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to give them full credit for that. I, I could never come up with something that fucking timeless and good. So they're off to interview their third witness who's just named Seth. Uh, these are descending in, in quality of titles and he's yeah. actually a younger man. By which I mean he's in his 40s uh, in a camo hoodie and overalls uh, so you can identify him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a trapper by trade and he's finding these coyotes dead everywhere. And Buck does not. Buck's like, I don't I don't think that's that means that you found some dead coyotes. Surely a, a, a bear, a bobcat, a mountain lion could be taking out these coyotes. And then he says this. I think it's weird that something would kill a coyote like that. But at the same token, I -hmm. do believe there's a logical explanation for all this. Yep. It's fucking dead dogs, Buck. Dead animals in the woods. There has to be some something that could cause animals to die in the woods. I just believe that I I realize this has never been witnessed before. 
I, I think there you know might have been heavy fracking in the, in the area. No, it's the devil. It's the devil's dog is what it is. Buck, Buck Scully, hillbilly skeptic here. Uh, it's such a wild turn. I don't think they really keep it up. And they didn't try it before. Uh, they definitely have the same go- off-road golf carts. Everybody they've visited has the golf, these golf carts, so they don't have to walk anymore. Same model, same same camo print. Uh, they're clearly had, just driving I around. I something in my notes about how leading the questions were. Obviously, it's probably a little staged. But Seth is just like, yeah, I found a dead coyote. And then one of the guys is like, did something take all of its blood maybe? And Seth's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, probably, I guess. Like, he, like, <laughs> like, they're definitely leading him down the path. To, yeah, to sometimes they don't get the best improv out of the truck driver that delivered <laughs> the hot dogs for this shoot. <laughs> they wrangled into this extra 20 in it you say that you saw some coyotes with their blood sucked he's got he says he's got an image on his trail camera and then he pulls out like a little manila folder <laughs> like he's got his homework got his detailed devil dog files <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a grainy black and white shot of course out of out no, of focus that's not how i'm sorry i've got it Here's how it's presented in the edit because they want to save this cliffhanger for the commercial break. But the way they s- smash into commercial break is with their CGI render of the creatures. Mm-hmm. So you get this moment where he brings out, he whips out this manila folder <laughs> and pulls out these photos <laughs> and you see, you hear one of them say, Oh my God. And then it cuts to the CGI <laughs> and you think for a brief moment that that's his trail. <laughs> that's camera. what I got on my trail camera right before <laughs> I had to reload exact- my save. That was the last thing I saw before I ended my hardcore run. <laughs> it's this exact still like when you beat resident evil the third time through and you win like the character models as your prize and it's, <laughs> spin them around. In the, in the That's what they are. I was trying to place the vibe. That's a hundred percent what they are. <laughs> PlayStation one era devil dog. <laughs> and then you zoom in on it and you're like, Whoa, cool. Look at its thighs. Look at I, didn't know they, I didn't know they were so big in the game. But no, they come. Then they come back from the commercial break after you've sat there through the all of your ads. And I would kill because we're watching this on streaming. To be clear, there are no ads. When we're watching this, it's stitched together like the editor just had a stroke. Like we obviously know this originally in broadcast, so that's why it's paced this way. But if you were to watch it, not realizing that, and the way it just stops and then recaps and shows these graphics. It just looks like some sort of experimental film, student film or something. <laughs> so they the, have... Those commercials must have been amazing. It must have just that, been That's awful. my point. Yeah, I would love to know what six ads played in that break. Like, is this like the kind of, you know, buy gold because the apocalypse is coming? Almost or is certainly. it like adult incontinence things? Or Reverse is it more mortgages. stuff? It, it would be like stuff <laughs> like grifting obvious marks or or just right-wing political stuff. I can tell you what it's not. It's not stall tractors. It's definitely not <laughs> Apparently stall not. <laughs> uh, so they come back to this grady black and white footage uh, that he has with some blurry hindquarters and they say the craziest thing, it don't look like what we expected. There's hair on that. <laughs> I think Everyone Chupacabra was Chupacabra Shame. was the hairless one, right? So I think they're like, maybe in this scene filmed out of order, they were waffling on whether or not it's a Chupacabra. Oh. 
That's Maybe. I, yeah, they, from scene to scene, they never, even up to the time the credits roll, never totally land on what type of creature this yeah. is supposed to be. <laughs> they didn't hash this out in advance. And I'm guessing if you Google the devil dog of whatever county, Kentucky this was or wherever they're at, that it maybe it's really nebulous. Maybe it doesn't have like tons and tons of lore. And so they weren't like, does it drink blood? Does it eat livers? Is it a leader of a pack? Is it white? Is it black? Does it have red eyes? Is it supernatural? Is it? Is it the leader of a pack? Is it white? Is it black? Devil dog. <laughs> I'm getting only mountain monsters. Devil dog of Logan County gives only mountain monsters matches. Oh, they absolutely just make up. <laughs> they like maybe up. there's some folklore uh, roughly about a dog, but the, they absolutely make up 90% of these monsters. You will find no information on them whatsoever. Trapper <laughs> yeah, is amazing. I'm at like the, all the way to the bottom of the first page. It's just mountain monster references. <laughs> so they have a little fight where Trapper is like, well, they do have hair. And Buck says, well, not on the tail. And Trapper says, well, reports say the hair on the tail is sparse. Like, like he's got, <laughs> like he's got this extensive database of devil dog sightings. But it's also that Buck can play the skeptic and say, there's a logical explanation. But what yeah. it is, I can't put my finger on it yet. Just playing you coy. Awesome playing coy with it let's check back in on wild bill and willie's trap shack uh they're setting it up at night you won't believe this it's a box it's a big box that they built yeah, just a, I, I would call this closer to a pile of wood debris than a it's, box it's like i'm being a, a meth dealer's son would build uh it is, is hard to overstate the poor quality of the traps <laughs> these people <laughs> again i know budget is limited but this isn't about budget this is about the they had not built anything prior to the airing of this, the recording of the first steps of the show. These are not builders, and they're definitely not trap builders. You're telling me if you only had 15 minutes to steal everything you can from somebody's unattended garage, <laughs> you could build a better giant muskrat colony trap than this. Age 10, I could have. I can prove it. <laughs> yeah, probably. We can go into the woods of Maker City and find things I built at 10 years old that are much nicer than this. Uh, yeah, there are just like, there are holes in it. It's, it's not going to contain anything. He says he built a teeter-totter trigger that can only be activated by the force of a whole pack pulling on the bait at the same time. That's the that's how they're going to get all of them at the same time. So I guess they they're like com they're communist devil dogs, and that they're all going to like bite at the same time and pull <laughs> yeah. away. This, the the yeah. idea is they all go into the trap and then hit the little dangler in the back, and then clang, they're all trapped inside this pile of shit. And okay, and then what? And then yeah, and then this is a, and then this what? We blow this them to some fucking pieces. This is a question this show will never answer to my knowledge. It's like once we get them trapped and then, because again, they have no means to transport them, tranquilize them, sedate them, get, capture them and, and like put them onto a truck, take them to another location. They have no lab to take them back to. They have nothing. <laughs> it would be so funny if they did <laughs> bring them back have, to the lab. They have a pack Wild Bill's have lab. A pack of devil dogs trapped in a rickety trap that are becoming steadily more enraged and are going to be trying frantically to get out of it. And these are mythical creatures that have survived for hundreds of years and evaded all predators. They are the apex predator in the region. They've evaded all hunters, all human civilization. 
They and are pure evil and no weapon made by man can kill them. We've established They may be right. supernatural in some way. Again, they're, they're bloodsuckers. They're hinting that there's funny because in the very beginning in the car, I think as Trapper says, well, they've been seeing sightings of devil dogs since the 1930s. And then later in the episode, he says, well, they've been seeing these things for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> 1993 is when the devil dog apparently migrated to that, the ancient mythical devil dog in Back in 1993. Before we take a perfect comedic cut here where they decide to camouflage the trap. So they cut down a tree, chop it into chunks, and like glue them to the side of it. And when they cut to the reveal, it is such a hilarious like bit of comedy (laughs) because it's just like a little wooden shed a child might build just covered, maybe 4% of it covered with like random tree branches. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's, it's so the, fucking funny it's the sloppiest thing you could ever imagine it just like you would if if your child showed you that all proudly like brought you out to the woods and showed you his clubhouse you would fucking bust out laughing in their face yeah. and you'd be like i'm sorry i'm sorry honey no it's good it's good i'm not letting you go in that you I'd can't go in no that son of mine <laughs> you live in these woods now and that's how you get shoes you survive tearing. <laughs> you you learn to survive. You learn to you better learn to love the taste of skunk ass. Uh, so now we cut to Trapper. Trapper's got the bait for this trap, which is not mm-hmm. his prize goat again. His precious his precious Daisy. He's not he's not doing that to her again. Uh, he's got a scent bait for a predator made out of coyote glands, coyote rectum, oh. chopped up squirrel, rotted in the sun, mixed all together, and then fermented. <laughs> It's uh, this is West Virginia kimchi. That's what that's what this is called. <laughs> well, they actually call it later. Uh, we'll, we'll look at that. Wild Bill says, "Well, all right, let me get a hit of that," and then just takes a big huff and says, "That is good shit. That is excellent." <laughs> uh, he loves it. Then he they make Buck it. do it, and Buck is like gagging on it. And I have a theory on this. I mentioned earlier that Buck is a Kirby. So when he ingests something, it changes his entire DNA. So this is a lot of trauma for him to smell something so pungent. His body is trying to transform into that rotten coyote juice. And uh, it's just so many things. It's coyote glands, coyote rectum, squirrel rot in the sun. It's he would be a horrible chimera. Uh, of- imagine if a Kirby swallowed that. The powers it would have. The dark squirting powers. It, it would look like the end of Akira. Is what it would look like if yeah. you, if he ate that. So he violently gags all over the place and Trapper says, don't spill that. That's $100 an ounce. That's hillbilly caviar. $100 an ounce. $100 an ounce. Where would you buy that? Like if you went to a bait shop and said, hey, can I get a jar of fermented squirrel with coyote gland? They pull a gun on you. (laughs) Sure thing. It'll be $600. (laughs) You got it. Oh, oh, I didn't. Hold on, are you a fed? Do you eat groundhog? Describe the flavor of groundhog. Hold on, I didn't mean it has to be from West Virginia. I don't need hillbilly caviar. I just need hillbilly roe. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're already on on the big night hunt, and we switched the night vision for this, so it's all dramatic. Okay, darkly I, I apologize. There's one more thing I have Go, to mention. Do it. Um, he because this is something that frustrates me about the show. I, I try not to criticize the show too much. But he says this bait is amazing because it will attract any animal. (laughs) So do you, do you see the issue here? Yes. In this episode. And as far as I know, in 
every episode, they will never specify why their trap will only capture the cryptid versus anything else that we'd be attracted to try to eat a live goat. Or in his case, the entire point of his hillbilly bait that is not a thing that he just they just made up for the production. They stuff some junk in a jar. Is it you know any animal smells this? Oh, come run! It's like okay, what you've told me is. In your giant devil dog pack trap, you put that in there, your box is going to fill with raccoons and <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> Katamari I mean, Damasi with sticking out the sides. All it would have taken is for him to improvise. Well, I went to the library and according to the lore, the devil dogs attracted to the scent of blank. Right. Pick anything, possum liver. So, well, I, I contacted a local down here and he got me some old rotten possum liver. And it's, uh, you know, this, I, I don't know, don't smell like anything to me, but they tell me that devil dogs can't resist this because they love the smell of possum liver. So you see, the, like, that's all it takes. You don't have to, you don't need any extra production. Just say, don't worry, we're not going to attract people's pets and stray cats and everything else into this trap. It never it's, occurs it's, to them. It never occurs <laughs> to them because they cut straight out of him saying this will attract any animal. They smash to the night vision hunt and he says, our plan is we're going to call all the coyotes into this area in front of the trap and they're going to leave the trap alone for some reason. But then okay. we'll flush the devil dogs in and they'll run into the trap. Yeah. So you've already said this will notes. attract any animal and we're going to fill it with 800 coyotes, but they won't go in. Don't worry about it. Because the coyotes are gone. Just like to remind everyone that the coyotes in this area have been drained of their blood by the creature they're hunting so uh but now it's full of coyotes in it's every direction chock full, chock full of coyote yeah. coyote in every bite uh <laughs> they split into teams willie buck <laughs> and huckleberry uh on one team i think willie's the secondary team leader in these early episodes uh wild bill jeff and uh trapper are in the other team buck still not convinced there's a devil dog out there Again, all in on the Wolfman, but whatever. Uh, Trapper explains now. Don't now you you be careful because now that we know there's a pack, they get more nervy in numbers. Uh, yes. So they're they're now, they're bold now. I want to pause here. I'm sorry to interrupt. At the start of the episode, they thought it was the one Devil Dog, and now after yes. finding out it's a pack, they know the rules to that pack, like. We watched them learn. Which has never, they explained it never happened before. They specifically right. said early in the episode, one is, is rare enough, two is unheard of, a whole pack, it's never happened before. Never happened. Is his exact quote. <laughs> also, very briefly, they're going to bring up a diagram demonstrating the plan for what they're going to do, mm-hmm. which is another runny thing in the show where it's got like, here's the trap, here's the Coyote Canyon, that they call it. <laughs> and Trapper's team and Willie's team are going to do a pincer movement <laughs> a, a temporal pincer movement to come in. But my issue with that is in the center of it, they, they label the devil dogs and they have a little paw print to represent where the devil dogs are. Paw print has four toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the, you're, I hope you're the picking... graphics guy got fired the next day after this aired. <laughs> you're picking such a minor detail when what, what they've agreed to do is split up into teams and then come directly facing each other in the dark and shoot at the devil dogs, certainly killing each other. Like, this is, <laughs> and all, uh, also, I, and again, I'm not accusing wild bill of being on 
any substances. In this case, he does not appear to be on a stimulant. He he is either intoxicated <laughs> or he is having a medical episode. They have that to, can, we didn't mention it, but they have to subtitle him in this episode. <laughs> yes. He so is not up. doing well to the point that I would, like if, if somebody showed up, a friend of mine, they were in that condition, I would not let them shoot my TV show. Oh my I would send them back home and say, you either need to go to the emergency room because you're having a stroke or you need to go to bed and we'll talk about this tomorrow. But I know you're not, we're not letting you walk around even with an unloaded gun in the, in the woods. You're going to, you're going to go nuts and you're going to bash somebody's head in with the butt of this shotgun. Cause you're going to get confused about where you are. That he is not, he is not there. Like you can just see it, the look on his face. He's not present. <laughs> Wild Bill is always a danger to have on any team. Uh, they're still amping up this threat. Jeff says, it doesn't care. If it's hungry, if it's needing blood, it'll just come right in and it's going. And then Willie joins in saying, yeah, these things are predators. They're like stinging yellow jackets. They have no stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Willie should not Again, join in. They have no stopping. They, basing that on nothing whatsoever. Nothing. Just, they no. are making up this folklore as they go. Willie has specifically no said when he heard, when he heard them earlier, I, nobody, not in my area, nobody's ever heard anything like this. Now he's like, yeah, I know all about them. these sons of bitches. So they find some tracks. Bill finds some tracks. Buck finds some hair that they look at. Oh, that's proof. Jeff sees yeah. one on thermal and now it's gone. Another twig snap. What the hell? Buck, it's time for Buck to call the coyotes. Buck, the, the plan was for Buck to use his mystical hillbilly powers to summon coyotes. So he makes coyote sounds and it's it's absolutely adorable. It might be authentic. I don't know why you would have occasion to use that and why they would they would listen despite this clear and present danger that has driven them, this mystical danger that has driven them out of their territory. But they they come. To Buck's, Buck's siren and call. In that moment, Buck goes from rookie to caller. <laughs> that that's his that's his job now. He make he makes them sounds. He makes them monster sounds. So another clear, just it's amazing that they don't mix the the sound effects like through. <laughs> so they just they just play a sound effect <laughs> of a of a howl in the distance. And so there's something coming coming up behind us. Uh, cut to commercial, of course, and time for another full recap of everything we've just seen. And you'll never guess, but once we're done with that, turns out it was nothing. Turns out it was nothing at all. There was nothing behind him. Like, how many times would they expect to do this and, like, get away with it? Because we're in episode two, and you're already like, you have taught me. There's a whole parable yeah. about this. There's, they've taught me you shouldn't keep doing this, or I will not pay attention. But they're banking hard on that on that whole scenario. They'll use it over and over again. Uh, Trapper finds the biggest track yet. Big as a bear or bigger, uh, which they should not be surprised by. They found like several of these. And Trapper immediately just has decided that Buck is a piece of shit for this. He says, I wish that Buck was here, our non-believer, like practically spits when he says it. And then they pan over to Buck and he's like 50 feet away. <laughs> he just walks over. <laughs> He just walks over like yep, right well, here. Did he conjure him? Do you think his wit like he had a wish and he wasted it on that? <laughs> he just I think he's just saying it right in front of Buck's face and he's all sad when he has to wander over. 
Uh, so the more Halloween sounds of the coyotes being killed horribly, and they run up and they find coyote corpses, actual corpses, five yeah. of them, one with its liver tore out. This is troubling because I do think the producers are capable of eviscerating a bunch of coyotes and just staging a murder scene. I mean, somebody did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, let me clarify. You do not see multiple coyotes in any one shot. That's true. You see this. You see one coyote. That's true. Cut from this angle, this angle, this angle, and there's another one, and another one, and another one. I think there was one. There was one. But they still they came up with killed that. And have been showing it through the episode because again earlier a guy had a photo of a dead coyote. I think it's always that same one, just photographed in different okay. angles as they dragged it to different parts of the woods. Oh my so god! They may have just found one dead coyote. They and... found the coyote first, is okay. what happened, and then they I wrote so. this episode around it. They found a oh dead coyote. My god. And yes, we got that is exactly what happened. what happened. We got to use this, and that's why it's so confusing <laughs> all over the place. Because they're like, "Well, something we found a dead coyote. That's our prop. That's enough for an entire episode of television. It's just messing with this coyote corpse." I, I really like um, Trapper's decision at this point because he like gets really aggro, and he's like, "I fucking wish that punk ass devil dog would show up." Like he's really <laughs> mad at the devil dog for what he's done. Yeah. We this happens over and over again. They get progressively more mad at it for no reason. Like they haven't even seen it out here, but now they're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it." Yeah. But Buck gets this time. Buck, they cut to Buck for the reaction. They're really aggressive about it now. Like, how dare you, Buck? And he says, "I've been in the woods since I was a little kid. You find dead animals here and there. <laughs> you do. Damn, but what does it take for you to believe?" But to walk up on the apex predator coyotes in West Virginia and see eight of them. So now there are eight. They specifically yeah. said there were five uh, lying there dead where something's killed him. It's crazy. Uh, doesn't even have time. More howling. Jeff, Jeff, my God, I've got movement. Three, four. I'm counting five devil dogs. Trapper. <laughs> they're running straight towards the trap. Let's go. And then something, some clanging traps down. We got something guys. Commercial. Full recap. They do have something. There's something you know, in there. You've been conditioned to expect absolutely nothing, but they come back and there's something in the trap, yelping and thrashing. And uh, here's one of my favorite quotes in the episode. Uh, I think it was Huckleberry, maybe Trapper, who said, promise we didn't put a damn window in it. <laughs> That's exactly what I had next. <laughs> they didn't put a window in it. Or a camera. Or a camera. Yeah. Right. Or anything. They didn't have, they didn't even put like gun holes. They just didn't have a plan. And he says something crazy that I don't think he was supposed to say. He says, go around back so it don't break through the tent. <laughs> so part of this is a tent? Amazing. I don't think he was supposed to reveal that. I think yeah. part of it is a tent that they were not shooting. <laughs> and, like, and they left it in. Anyway, Trapper now says, so what do you think? Buck, just every time they say Buck, that's full of venom. Dumb Buck just goes, I want to see what it is. <laughs> it infuriates them. It infuriates them. Uh, they lift the door so Jeff can get his thermal camera in there and see some blurry thermal dog feet. He goes, There's yeah. three of them. We got three devil dogs in there. Three devil dogs. And so I, I got now, really confused here at the end. They decided they're just wild dogs, right? They decided, yeah, Trapper. Like, Trapper lays down and puts his face in there <laughs> to, to check it out and then goes, oh, I think it's just wild dogs. <laughs> and then they decide that those dogs were the actual devil dogs minions. Yes. yes. 
So now because... it's not a pack. It's not a pack of devil dogs. It's one it's one devil dog that is hypnotized a pack of wild dogs. Right. So it's not what they thought it would be, but it's proof of what they thought the whole time again. But uh, then after they decided this, they did find a very, 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 very deliberate three-toed dog track nearby. Like Another, someone yes. pushed the cookie cutter into the mud. They have the sharpest edges. And like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand I, why they don't like, I'm not an expert tracker, but you, it wouldn't have a sharp edge. I don't understand why they, I cannot emphasize how bad their animal tracks are. Cause it's the same thing with the previous one. And when you get an animal track, they will scoot leaves aside to get like a muddy patch of dirt and they will take some round object, just something that it could even be like a, a Red Bull can or something. And they're just pressing it into the dirt to represent each of its toes. So they put right. it in three times to be the three toes and they'll make a bigger shape behind it. But it's this extremely sharp indentation, like a cylinder has just been pressed down and they haven't tried to like smooth it out to make it look like a track or make claw marks. It's just this very cartoonish sharp like and unlike anything else they forget the rule of like this has to be far away and out of focus so it looks convincing and they zoom way the hell in on it and are like look at it it's crazy <laughs> and again every track they find is a devil dog track they never accidentally get a deer track or any other kind of it's it's like look three toes it, it that's it that, that's the only type of tracks that exist in these woods and trapper says well if that don't prove that the devil dog exists. I don't know what does. <laughs> it's so close. Yeah. It's so close. <laughs> we, trapped, we trapped three stray dogs we in this box. Three, we didn't. We specifically Everything found something around trapped that would that would. Three, three of the crew member brought their dogs to sit. Yes, of course, none of this happened. But even if it all happened exactly, even if we go along with the universe, what happened was you found something that would explain what you've been seeing. That is completely normal. And you're like, nope, that proves it. And then they all turn to yep. Buck, all of them, and say, what do you think now, Buck? Now that we've specifically caught three normal dogs. And <laughs> Buck, who has been a skeptic up until this point, says, whatever, killed those eight coyotes in one shot like that? That's something out here I can't explain. <laughs> well, in the phrase, phrase he used earlier, it's something we can't even describe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say after 40 minutes of describing it, I would say. <laughs> In various, maybe that's cover for them giving different descriptions of it every single time they're asked. I believe this episode is also the first time we see something that will become a trope in the show where they will take off running toward the emergency. Like they've captured yeah. it or there's somebody being attacked by the monster. And then while everyone is running, somebody will stop and do a stationary two camera interview well, we heard noises down the holler. We're yes. running down there as hard as we can. You know, we're, we got to see what's going on with that devil dog. And, but it's like he's now not running with, and then they'll cut back to all of them running through the woods. It's like yeah. not supposed to be later, but they will. It's the weirdest edit. They will insert this stationary, like that journal reality show thing. Well, all you'd have to do is talk about it in the past tense, like I'm reflecting on it. But no, they are. They always say like, "We're doing this right now. Let's go." That would ruin the that would ruin the tension because then you would know that Buck doesn't die and that Buck wasn't ripped apart like Willie. <laughs> so now that Buck um, has seen three normal dogs, he believes in devil dogs. That's not how it is. It ends up announcing that they're going to call animal control to come get the three yeah. dogs out of the box. <laughs> not even. 
They're not even qualified to take care of normal dogs. They have to call in specialists for non-devil dogs. I mean, what was the alternative? Like, well, it's time to start blasting. Oh, my God. <laughs> they train, actually, if they, which they, I'm sure in real life, did not actually do this, because the three dogs are just dogs they brought. Like, they're the same dogs that were being shown in all of their predator vision shots. But I did the animal control, showing up and finding this homemade trap. <laughs> Explaining. With these branches stapled to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we caught three dogs in there with Trevor's $100 an ounce uh, animal. Hillbilly caviar, you know it. <laughs> and then, like, what do you want us to do with these dogs? They're just dogs that are in the woods. They could be, they're just strays or something. Find them some good homes. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's figure out our favorite quotes. Does anybody have a favorite quote? I've already said mine is that when he declares that they are, that the devil dogs and the coyotes, just like the Hatfield McCoys, they're in a battle royale. (laughs) I know it was two different people that that joined up to say that line, but I consider it one line. It's art. It's fine. Mine is probably Willie's response to the offer to get his ass wiped with a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't ever going to get the opportunity chance. Mine is Shoeless Terry. You did a good job staring down them devil dogs. <laughs> because you have to be a big foot feature, you have to open up your mouth. You have to be a big foot feature. All your friends are so knocked out. Be a big foot last night. Whoa, whoa.